0: All right welcome back everyone my name's a and i'm Miranda and together we make up the side kicks 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 bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and we're back with another week of comics and this week we're covering Batman one bad day bane Do-do-do-do. <laughs> <Do-do-do-do-do>. <laughs>
1: This is our month of villains
0: it is Thank you for juicing the theme because I forgot to do that. Uh yeah, it's our villain era. And here we are covering villains. Miranda picked this one. Yes. Why did you pick this one? Slash have you read this before?
1: Yes, I have read it before. Um I actually read it uh shortly before Christmas. And <laughs> I really love it. Uh Bane is one of my Bane is one of my favorite villains. Uh, He was originally created in, I think, like 1993, Uh, 1994-ish. And he was created for uh, the Nightfall storyline, which is the breaking of the bat.
0: (laughs) Yes. Iconic. Iconic. Pioneer. Visionary. Visionary. (laughs) Mr. Bane.
1: Yes. He is one of my absolute favorite villains. Um, he featured really heavily in Gil Simone's uh, Secret Six Run, mm-hmm. which was what first introduced me to him back when I was in college and struggling. And, like, I don't know, like, he's just, this is such a good book, and I wanted to talk about it and share it. Uh, <laughs> what were your initial thoughts? Had you read this before?
0: had not read this before i also didn't know that this like series existed i guess well like i knew because it pops up on the app but i never read any of them yes so it's really cool It's like it looks like to be composed of a bunch of one shots and the villains Mm
1: -hmm. that's exactly what it is so in 2022 it was announced that there would be a one shots uh basically centered on batman villains um, and the the One Bad Day is a reference to a very famous storyline, The Killing Joke,
0: yeah. wherein,
1: like, the Joker monologues about how all it takes to make you crazy is one bad day. Ha ha ha. Yes. This is also famously uh, the storyline where Barbara is paralyzed from the waist down. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, in 2022, they came up with this as, like, kind of a reference to that right? Like it's referencing that storyline. Um, That story was also 64 pages. Each of these one bad days is 64 pages. And it's, it's just meant to be like kind of this single story about like Batman villains. And so there are some that are set in the past. There's some that are set kind of quasi present day. This one that we read, the Bane one is set in the future. Okay. Um, And it, it's all just sort of, and they're by different like writers and artists to kind of explore these characters in different ways. Um, I would argue that this one is probably one of the best okay uh however the riddler one did win an eisner
0: oh very cool yeah so these are cool i like them um Mm -hmm. i'm interested in reading more of what came out of this uh project what was your question what were my thoughts i liked it i kind of just went into it not knowing what it was as i usually do and i enjoyed it it was not too deep which i appreciate But deep enough that it does make you think. So that's a nice, it's a good little middle, like, oh, this is, like, I'm not ruminating on it, you know? Like, I'm going to read it, and it is what it is, and I'm going to keep pushing with my life. Mm -hmm. And I like that about it. The art was very cool. I like the colors that they used. Yeah, I liked it so far. Well, I liked it, period. I don't know that much about Bane, except that he broke the bat, and he was in the movies yes and he has a mask he does yep that's what i know
1: okay so would you like to would you like can i can i talk about bane for a little bit yeah okay so bane as i said created in like the the mid 90s specifically for the nightfall storyline um there were sort of a lot of kind of big shake-up storylines happening in that time period this is also where you see the death of superman Mm -hmm. right and the the whole idea of the breaking of batman right like batman what happens when batman loses yeah and so in order to accomplish this feat that really hadn't been done before then they needed to create like an iconic villain that could accomplish this and that's where bane comes in because bane is initially conceptualized as a foil to batman the very first time bane made a movie appearance was in i believe uh 1997's batman and robin and that bane is the bane of my existence. It's not really the bane of my existence. I'm being very dramatic, but um that bane is such a poor take on the character because bane is like this very intelligent villain. Um he famously he famously figures out who Batman is based on his jawline. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and he has like this entire thing, right? When he when he comes to Gotham, he has this master plan to break Batman, right? Mm-hmm. So he's very intelligent, he's a good planner. Um, He is, of course, very strong, right? And uh, his origin is meant to mirror Batman in a way. He is, if Batman is created by the trauma of losing his parents, then Bane is created by his own trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, he was born in a, in um, Peñadura, which is a, as far as I can tell, a prison pit in the fictional island nation of Santa Prisca. Okay. Which is in the Caribbean. Okay. And so he is born in a prison, like quite literally paying for the sins of a father he never knew. His mom dies when he's very young. um, And so he is a child that grows up in this prison pit. And so he has to, like, he has to figure out how to survive himself. He does have uh, a few people who teach him and help him along the way. But nothing is permanent. There is no stability. He doesn't really have anyone that's looking out for his best interests after his mother dies. One of my little favorite Easter eggs that was in this was the teddy bear.
0: (laughs) okay
1: bane's origin story i believe uh-huh. it is in vengeance of bane which was the the backstory that was given for who this guy was in nightfall right he is a as a child he has a teddy bear and he carries it everywhere and the teddy bear holds his shiv
0: oh oh <laughs> <laughs> so I love easter eggs
1: i was it I'm a, I'm a little bit weird about that right so anyway um he eventually within a he is taken and he is experimented upon with Venom. Venom mm-hmm. is a steroid-like drug. Uh, it was a, a n- first introduced in the Batman Venom storyline in 1991, where Batman actually is briefly addicted to it, and then he kicks it, drives it out of Gotham. Um, and after it's driven out of Gotham, it, it gets taken into Latin America, and it is further developed there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that is, of course, where uh, Bane, as... A, an incarcerated individual is experimented on against his will um, his addiction to Venom is a lifelong conflict for the character uh, it is something that he deeply resents
0: mm-hmm. he
1: hates that he is uh, dependent upon like this drug it is a source of a lot of like angst and conflict and I think it also like kind of for me it humanizes him in a way because he is someone who from a very young age has everything about him violated Okay like, everything that he is now is is him overcoming that and is him kind of building himself up as a person, despite everything he's been through. Okay. Eventually, as an adult, he breaks out of the prison pit. He's got, like, a gang of friends, including a dude with a falcon for some reason.
0: Solid. It was just cool. Mm
1: -hmm. It is... And then the very first thing he chooses to do when he breaks out of, in essence, like a prison pit, and the world is his oyster, he could go and do anything, he could he could experience freedom for the first time, is he goes to Gotham because he is going to, like, fight Batman. He is going to destroy Batman. Uh, and the reason for this is that as a child, um, he had reoccurring nightmares about a, a bat shadow monster. Oh, my God. So he breaks out of prison and then the first thing he does is he picks up a newspaper and finds out that there is a city in America that has a bat shadow monster and he's like, well, I know what we're doing today, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My vacation has been planned. Thank you, Expedia. I will be at Gotham at five in the morning. Let's go.
1: And what follows is a a whole series of, I don't know, cat Masfield's wrong to say, um, but. He basically, he plans out his attack very meticulously so that he is breaking Batman down, um, like keeping him awake, keeping Mm -hmm. him like uh, away from medical attention and away from food, keeping him constantly busy. One of the things that Bane does is he actually blows up Arkham Asylum so that everyone breaks out.
0: He's like a mastermind.
1: He is a mastermind. Like I know what
0: I need to do to the bat. I've seen it in corporate America enough. I need to cause burnout. Yes. Let's go
1: cuts exactly that is exactly what he does right and so it's like this whole series of um where batman is like running around trying to catch everyone that was in arkham and he is being worn down physically add on to this that uh within the timeline of batman this takes place probably about a year after jason's todd's death <gasps> and This is, I believe, one of the first times that Batman directly fights the Joker since Jason's death. Trauma. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, it it is a lot of trauma. Like I've, I've read that storyline and I like went into it being like, yeah, I'm ready for this cat and mouse game. And then I was just like, well, I mean, Bane kept him busy, but also he was already kind of like super depressed. So I don't
0: know if Bane really gets to claim this victory. It's a collaborative effort. I think it was a team up without Bane knowing it was a team up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, And then all of this culminates in this final fight where um, Batman is exhausted. He gets back home. He puts on his Hugh Hefner robe because in the 90s, he had a red satin Hugh Hefner robe. Yes. Yes. And then he goes upstairs and Bane is just like sitting in his armchair. So he beats him up in his own house.
0: Disrespectful.
1: Disrespectful. And then, of course, he very famously cracks him over his knee like a glow stick and then throws him Uh, into the streets. Yeah. Right and then he wins right like he wins he gets control of gotham it's a whole thing and then uh, bane gets beaten by azrael who takes over uh, aka jean-val valley who takes over as batman while the batman is like in rehab right bane uh bane has sort of like a a lifelong obsession with beating batman there is a storyline where he comes back because he you know, he meditates, he does some self-reflection, and he's like, Well, you know, I can't live the rest of my life based on the whims of a of a shadow nightmare demon. So, <laughs> so I've decided I'm gonna figure out who my father was. And one of one of his mama mia prospective candidates for like paternity is Thomas Wayne. And so he shows back up in Gotham,
0: being like, What's up, bro? <laughs> oh my god. Can you imagine that I- so I would think I'd have be having like a fever a fever dream. Like this guy broke my back and now yeah. he's saying he's my brother? What? Yo.
1: It's a whole thing. It's Vane is kind of zany, but like in the best way. Right. So that happens. Eventually Bane goes to to with like the League of Assassins for a bit. Uh, We've talked about this before where Razagul kind of like decides, well, if Batman won't be my son, then I guess this guy will do Talia, marry him. And then Talia is like, I am not chattel. What do you think this relationship is? Yeah. (laughs) So that happens for a little bit. He joins up with the Secret Six, which is it's like they're they're like DC bad guys, but they do mercenary work. It's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um. We don't need to get into it here. Uh, In that one, uh, Bane emotionally adopts Scandal Savage as his daughter.
0: (laughs) Rock on. It's
1: a whole thing. And then eventually, (laughs) we get the City of Bane storyline. And what that is, is um, Bane collaborating with Flashpoint Batman. So Flashpoint Thomas Wayne, a.k.a. my nemesis.
0: Yes. Um, (laughs) He's like, daddy. Daddy.
1: Let's work together. I don't even think they remembered to include that in there. That would have been amazing. I remember.
0: It's included in my brain. I have read none of this, but yeah. in my brain, the creators remembered.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So they collaborate to take Gotham from Batman to force him to retire. And what they do is they take Alfred hostage and they say if they see any bat folk in Gotham, they're going to kill him. <gasps> And then, of course, the Batfolk go into Gotham. And so Bane snaps Alfred's neck.
0: Yikes. Okay, and- you know, that makes sense because it gets brought up in this.
1: Yes, it does get brought up in this. And the, the, as a side effect of that, every time that Bane appears in a book with another Bat family member now, there is always just like this unquestioning hatred and every single and like I I've read it like two different times where he's just like oh is this about the uh, is this about the butler again
0: (laughs) okay guys you gotta drop it (laughs) I forgot that I even did that I I did did my apology video (laughs) I cried did you not watch it I put vapor rub under my eyes so I could cry on command Mm -hmm. but I guess you're still mad about the butler whatever
1: and so, like, like Jason, uh, Jason Todd, Red Hood, he actually like pushes Bane off of a skyscraper at one point.
0: A skyscraper.
1: <laughs> a skyscraper. Like he just goes tumbling into like clouds.
0: Oh my god!
1: Yeah, it's it's just <sighs> hatred, just hatred on cue. Okay. Um, which brings us to this story. This story is set decades in the future, where the, the Bane has retired as a lucha libre in Mexico
0: yeah I was so excited when I saw that okay so let's go over the creatives very quickly mm-hmm. and it, this one's super love the font couldn't read it Joshua uh, Williamson did the script Howard Porter the art Tamio Mori colors Stephen Juan's letters Howard Porter with Tamio Mori was the cover and then there was a bunch of variant covers uh, which include the work of Jim Lee and Alex Sinclair, Liam Sharp, da- Daniel Warren Johnson, and with Mike Spence Spicer, Brian Bolin, Giuseppe, love it, Giuseppe Camunicoli with Arif Pianato, um, and of course, uh, Bob Kane as a creator <laughs> with Bill-, Bill Finger and Chuck Dixon, Doug Monick. And Graham Manoshe. Nolan, Manoshe. Yeah. What a so, cool way to say that those letters.
1: <laughs> I know it's not
0: Mo. It's Minosh. I love it.
1: I, I that's what I've always heard.
0: I love it. <laughs> um, and Graham Nolan, who created Bane. Yes.
1: Yeah. Chapter one. Let's get one. into it. Broken. 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 Dun, dun, dun. Snap. So. These are three panels on top of each other that gives us our play setting. It is an, a, a scattered bottle of er, venom pills. There is a ranch house on fire. Yeah. And finally, there is the wrestling venue.
0: Yes. And we see the bat. And he looks really cool. He's like <laughs> a a swole guy with like a bat symbol on his chest just (laughs) his chest proper there's no the singlet is down to his navel the chest looks like an embroidered patch piece that's stickered onto his chest which is cool tattoo uh fair that makes more sense I don't know what I was saying (laughs) I guess I don't know if he's a performer he wouldn't have it tattooed on him but I guess he would I, mean, well, I don't. I don't know luchador. anything about luchadors, so. Uh, I know that it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have a Batman luchador with a Batman mask. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like his design. He looks cool.
1: Yeah. He even has a little utility belt. I love he it. He
0: does. It's so cute. I like the color scheme. It's I like the blue, black, and gold or yellow. I'm a yes. fan.
1: Uh, and one thing that is immediately clear is that this uh, this particular like wrestling venue specifically has a stable of of uh, luch- uh, luchadors who reenact Batman fights.
0: <laughs> yes. So there's uh, on the same like mm-hmm. page we see on the background like banners and there's like Selena Kyle. Uh, there's a Joker. I think mm-hmm. that's Spain and then the Riddler, I think. Yeah. They look cool. I, mean, I would it, like to see it'd be fun. Fully fleshed out. Just a luchador episode. And they they do the they do the reenactments, but I read them. I would like that. But we see that the crowd is like, boo, mm-hmm. you suck bat. So it's not friendly to Batman.
1: Yeah. He's he is not the hero in this ring. No. Uh, and this is when Bane makes his grand entrance. Yes.
0: <clears throat>
1: Born in the dark. Hailing from Santa Prisca, <laughs> Son of the King of Snakes. Forced as a child to serve time for the sins of his father. In the infamous and unforgiving Penyaduro prison. He is the living embodiment of ho- of human perfection. You love to hate him. The greatest champion in the
0: world. Bane. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh and then we get these this really cool like panel work or page work where it's like you see the performance going when they're tossing Batman. He's saying, like, oh, I'm getting old. He's seeing like kind of like his past in the excuse me, in the crowd. Yeah. But so we're seeing that. And those are like active colors, and then there's muted colors, and it's like his past.
1: Yeah, it's his it's his life story. Yeah. Uh, but it's really cool because the action that is happening in the past is being echoed by the action happening in the present in this yeah. fight
0: mm-hmm.
1: this staged fight
0: yes it's very very creative and it, it has like good emotional weight and there's like what one two three four five six seven eight eight word boxes as opposed to the numerous amount of like single panels mm-hmm. very very cool I was really impressed by yeah, it yeah no um, can i
1: can i tell yeah. you the experience of reading this in person Yes. This is a two-page spread. Yeah. Like this is this is a two-page spread and so um it's like an overwhelming amount of panels and it is meant to be read all the way across. So all eight panels across and then you go to the next eight panels in the row and you keep going down like that. Like yeah. it is so cool because it's treating like the two pages like one
0: page. Yeah. Um you get about like 20-ish panels in it it's very cool uh but yeah we're seeing that's reenacting everything in the luchador thing he's picking up the fake bat in the past he's picking up the real bat and then he cracks him like a glow stick yeah in the luchador ring and he gets thrown down Mm -hmm. and they really sell his performance because i really thought he got hurt so (laughs) the batman luchador is like (gasps) no like you went too far I can't feel my legs and mm-hmm. then the ref is like get the paramedic in here Bane what did you do he's really hurt and then he just you just see him like smug like <laughs> like
1: basking in the crowd I
0: did that yeah
1: and then we, we are backstage we are in the the changing room and he's just old
0: yes he's battered like, he's achy hmm He's one having the, a hard time taking his little boots off.
1: Yeah, so like it's one of the things that um the artist plays with. Um Howard Porter really plays with is reality versus the patina that gets applied to memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whenever we're in the present, whenever we are with Bane in like the the present day, he looks
0: grotesque.
1: Like yes. he it. it it reminds me very much of um, the Dark Knight Returns. Yes, which is uh, which is interesting because I actually found an interview uh, that Joshua Williams, Williamson, and Howard Porter did, where they were talking about how that was like one, like that was one of their influences. They were oh. they, they were writing this as like the story set decades in the future with Old Man Bane, and it was kind of like a vengeance of Bane is bane year one then this book is like bane returns
0: yeah it's cool um it's cool that you found that interview Mm -hmm. because i felt the same way where i'm like oh okay like they're kind of grotesque looking and by grotesque it's not like oh there's blood it's more like things are kind of the way they're supposed to be but also not really like he's built and it's bane so he's over Mm -hmm. like He's, he's bulging. He's big. Yeah, but it you can see like it it feels like his skin's going to rip in certain places that's how big his muscles are. Um and like his ear, I thought mm-hmm. this was like you know like a cool detail. He has like cauliflower eater Yeah. From all the fights he's been in. Yeah. And, and his, his like, so nose does, has
1: no definition.
0: No, cuz it's been broken so many times. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. His jaw like it's also they're just artistic choices. Like it you mm-hmm. there's not a clear definition between like his jawline and his like the mass of his, I guess, traps, yeah. um
1: well, there's no straight lines on him. Like it's no. always they're always like jagged, yeah, to so, kind of give you the sense that he's like a he's broken down, yeah. um mean right? the proportions are off, yeah, it's great. It's brilliant. Yep. right. And then, like this is contrasted with the past where, Um, it is kind of the much more traditional like superhero proportions where like, Mm -hmm. yes, he's still big. Yes. He's still swole, but it's like, it's, it's smoothed out in a way.
0: Yeah uh we see here in the locker room that the batman is actually okay the batman mm-hmm. luchador is fine he's like hey they really ate it up today like good job i just want to know i'm a huge fan like i grew up watching the storyline and it's an honor to be with you and then bane's like i don't know this is honor and then he leaves because it, it is still a batman story someone has to be broody <laughs> per definition it has to be in there
1: right and this is where like bane leaves and as like, as a villain, he has definitely been reduced because he has become a celebrity. He has become a commodity. Yeah. But he's doing well for himself. If, like he has the adoration of the crowds, he has money. he has success. um, and it's just he's tired. Mm-hmm. like it's it doesn't mean anything to him. He goes home to this massive house. Um, he has all sorts of markers of wealth. He has lots of objects. He has a massive library. He has, walls of photographs with his accomplishments
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and it's just dark and lonely and he's just kind of stumbling around it like going through the motions
0: over his mantle he has his biggest accomplishment mysterious Bane breaks the batman question mark and that's in reference to the breaking of the bat
1: yeah um that is the the gotham gazette like front page news
0: yeah and he has blown it up (laughs) so it's huge <laughs>
1: yes so um uh, this was interesting to me because um in i believe sort of this not necessarily like the same period right because this is set in the future um but there are multiple times where it is shown that in a similar place in like bruce wayne's house he has a massive portrait of either his parents or he has a portrait of him and his sons yeah so, like, I think, like, that I thought that was an interesting contrast that in, like, this, the same place of prominence where Bruce, where, like, Batman chooses to center his family, either his family who was unfortunately passed on or the family that he has now, mm-hmm. uh, Bane is centering, like, this single accomplishment.
0: Right. And is it really an accomplishment? I don't know. He was looking, he's reading a book, but at the bottom, the bottom third of the page, there's four panels and he looks mm-hmm. kind of smug, happy, and then it looks like he goes into, like, maybe a slump, like a crying slump. Yeah. And then we see dun, 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 an intruder Ooh. running in. Dude breaks in. <laughs> he says, You dare invade my home. All periods. Very alarming. I'd be so scared. Yeah. The man is huge.
1: He is massive. He just throws uh, this. This is an unnamed character. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to call him like the boy?
0: <laughs> we can call him the boy.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, like, he throws the boy around like a rag doll multiple times. Like, yes. he is, it, it is very clear that human proportions mean nothing to Bane. He is this behemoth, even, yes. even in his decline.
0: He is a whale of a man. And this guy <laughs> is a sardine. So, he launches him. And he's like, uh, no, no fucking autographs, no selfies, please leave. And he's like, no, I didn't mean, like, I, I brought something of important. I hope it didn't break he pulls it out and it's a vial of venom.
1: Yeah. Turns out the boy is a drug runner for this place out in Texas that may or may not be the world's last distributor of venom. Yes. He stole a sample and he has come all this way to show it to Bane because he knows that Bane will pay top shelf, top dollar for this. And he needs that money.
0: Yes, that's exactly what it is and mm-hmm. then we get um like uh, um what is it not fuck what is it called backstory backstory Spot thank back. you i was like exploitation exploitation <laughs> exposition yeah That's i was trying to say fuck Uh, Okay, so we get this, the mad doctor guy named Dr. Randolph Porter created it, it. military wanted to use it to create super soldiers, you know, the Marvel special. Um, But Batman wasn't having any of it. Dr. Porter died from overdose on Venom, but that didn't stop others from experimenting it experimenting with it on people but over the years all traces of venom have been destroyed there was none left in the whole world and it ends. it's a a single page and we're getting they're just really creative they're so smart with how they did the art in this like it yeah
1: like page layouts are so beautiful in this
0: Mm mm-hmm it you you get the story basically weaves down from top bottom and we start with like an overshot of like the doctor the military it bleeds Mm -hmm. into like the super soldier testing batman's like hell no we're not doing that shit and then dr porter like eats all the pills and he ods basically or like turns into this monstrosity no he ods and then we get another super soldier and then we get bane and bane destroying venom and then bane walking away from a fiery
1: yeah. To give you kind of an idea if this is set up in like an S format and there are no clearly defined panel lines. It's just all of these different events are bleeding into each other because yeah. it is sort of like the sweeping overview of Venom's history.
0: So that's so smart. I love when creators do exposition very quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, just to catch people up because like I said I don't have a whole lot of experience with Bane so I was like oh okay I'm back on track and so the boy is like okay well it had all been destroyed until now like pay big bucks for it buddy boy like yeah and we Bane is having none of it yeah so Bane just like
1: smashes it into
0: the fireplace (laughs) <laughs> yeah and it turns into a green flame which to me i'm like wait a second what about those fumes
1: right oh Would my it god
0: consuming the fumes also affect you i guess not
1: no no for the purposes of okay so like baina as a drug is generally something you either have to ingest or inject so okay. it's something that like it needs to get into your bloodstream so okay. i mean i'm still you know i don't know if it's gonna be like green lung or
0: something it seems unsafe Uh, but they're fine. We're not gonna talk about that. We're good. And he's like, all right, boy, you're gonna show me exactly who's making venom and you're gonna take me there. Let me go get my luggage.
1: So, like, and this is again, like, this is really a brilliant use of art and space and layout within like comic books. Because like, um, one of the things that Porter does really well is he a communicates a lot of information very quickly, it like through the design. But B, he also speeds up and lengthens time. Mm-hmm. So there is, like, one this, – this entire page is six defined panels and then two undefined panels at the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. And within, like, these panels, you have multiple uses of time. You have one moment that is literally just a blink because Bane says blink if you agree. And you could, you have so much information that gets transmitted in, like, these two panels because, like – you see that the boy is scared you see yeah. that like he's desperate yeah he crunches his eyes up and he blinks right and then he's thrown on the ground and then you have like this really quick movement of action as bane is like i will go prepare my luggage
0: <laughs> and then he's like do, do, runs out <laughs> yeah. and then he's like the boy's like it's true you you beat the bat and he's like i did more yeah than like that. you really are bane yeah, he says, I killed Batman. I'm like, whoop. Chapter just... two. Fall. Crash. We get this fucking sick-ass panel. Of Batman on a gargoyle. I fucking mm-hmm. love gargoyles. And I fucking love Batman. And he fucking jumps out. Kind of looks like he turns to a bat. He doesn't. But And then fuck, it does some crazy, probably impossible move to jump into <laughs> the next <laughs> roof. But it looks cool as fuck.
1: Yeah, because it's, like, it is a single, like, background, right? It is a single background, but there's, like, these outlines for the panels, and it's to show you the change, like, the movement and the changing of time as Batman is, like, doing this honestly unnecessary flip.
0: Yeah, he's just cool. I would do it, too, honestly, if I was Batman. I'm like, I'm right. just going to be like cool. If I was a superhero, I'd be so dramatic. A flair for the drama. Oh, you have, have to. somersault everywhere. <laughs> Why else? Oh.
1: Oh, absolutely. If I could do a cat at like a, like a, like a floop, I like, would. Yeah. I would just constantly
0: like <laughs> Fergie singing and doing a roundhouse or whatever, mm-hmm. that single-handed cartwheel thing that she was doing and trying to sing. I, what a choice. It she would... chose to show her athleticism and not mm-hmm. her singing skill in that moment. And you know, it happened. We lived through it. Anyway, Batman.
1: Batman is doing a venom bust. But he is not the first person there. Who is the first person there? Bane. Yeah, Bane is crushing people. Yeah, for real. (laughs)
0: They're like little soda cans that got
1: crushed. They do. Oh, it's it's gross. It would be horrifying in real life, but it's fun comics. Yes. Um, And Batman, like Bane, is just basically like, "I'm not here for you, Batman." And Batman is like, like.
0: i always have business with you bane
1: and bane is like i'm i'm like i'm literally fighting your war on drugs for you like can we not do this now when batman is like we must always have to do this
0: yes it's It's a weird frenemy fight (laughs) (laughs) because i was like you're here and bane's like of course i'm here it's venom bro that shit's personal batman's like okay but like this is my job he's like what's my job this time so i already did half of it get it together batman and he's Pretty like much. god damn it
1: <laughs> and they come they come to a truce they will hold off on their big bro fight until after venom is destroyed
0: uh and this is like where i f- okay so in this panel in the middle three there's mm-hmm. batman and he's serious bane and he's serious and then batman and he looks terrifying because there's no it looks like his jaw's <laughs> broken and his eyes are not aligned. It looks terrifying. But that is what reminded me of the Frank Miller piece that we covered.
1: I can I could see it. I can definitely see it. And then this is where we reveal this all this exposition, this backstory is being told on this very long, uncomfortable road trip.
0: Can you imagine?
1: No, no, I cannot. <laughs> but also, I think it's really funny that apparently once they got into like Bane's what is this, a minivan?
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, sedan.
1: The is like soccer mom car like yeah you know bane just kind of chilled out he's just he's just a normal looking dude with glasses and in the world's tiniest vest
0: <laughs> yes in the <laughs> and, small car
1: yeah no and, and so like you just you see the boy and he's just like drinking a soap like soda from a fast food cup and i'm just like they've been they've clearly been on this road trip for a while and i don't know like it's <laughs> it was just funny to me that we went from like He's holding this boy up by his jaw, like, and like this boy's frantically blinking to say, "Fine, I agree, I agree, I agree. Don't snap my neck, right?" <laughs> and then now I'll he's go with like, you. <laughs> "Yeah." And now like, Bane is is going into like the drive-through of a Wendy's and being like, "Do you want like a six-piece? Because I could go for a couple nuggets, but I don't want like a whole ten-piece." <laughs> a
0: buffalo dipping sauce or a ranch dipping sauce? What my okay so ranch okay yeah the spicy chicken nuggets please uh just a, just do a 10 piece <laughs> yeah that would be a cute little excerpt like an epilogue or like a blooper reel that'd be fun yeah so they've made it to texas and this is where we get the boy's life story because bane is like why are you doing this you're so young
1: I was born into it.
0: He was, unfortunately. His dad yeah. was a small-time drug dealer, mostly meth, and he got caught up with bigger stuff like venom, and then he got in debt with the bigger drug dealers, and so he had to use his son as labor. Quote-unquote, had to. Yeah. It, uh, it's complicated. It is, but so. the, the boy helped his... It basically, He had me help pay it mm-hmm. off.
1: Yeah, and then when he dies, uh, the boy, in essence, inherits his father's debt.
0: Yeah, it's fucked up.
1: And, you know, that's why he was trying to peddle Venom, because it's, like, if he could get the money together, he could theoretically, like, buy his freedom. Yeah. Which, like, it wouldn't have worked like that, because it never works like that.
0: No, but he's hopeful and young. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they park the car, we'll walk from here.
1: This is also where Bane has, like, his his real emotional connection to the boy because he sees himself in him. Um and this is something that like is important for the rest of the story. The fact that he does empathize with this young man.
0: Yes. Um because the boy's like, I'm you know, I was hoping if I sold the Venom I could escape and him buy myself a new life. And then mm-hmm. uh he says nothing you'd understand, but we see a flashback of Bane like with the little bear in a prison cell. Yeah. Because he it's the parallel is freedom. But mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's freedom paying for the sins of a father you of like your father
0: yeah
1: you know like the the person you have to be because of the situation you are in yeah so and then as they're hiking bane tells the story of his great partnership with the batman
0: with the bats and we see again another panel but multiple locations no not panels excuse me, another page mm-hmm. no really defined panels it's we a see- montage yeah, a montage. Thank you. In a comic format. It's very cool. And it, it's them all over the place. They're in Egypt. They're in the tundra. This is, I think, the big Jesus. So, Rio de... Janeiro? Yes. Yeah. Brazil. Christ
1: the Redeemer. Yeah. So, like, they're everywhere tracking down Venom and fighting distributors and, produ- like, the producers. Um, yeah. Alayda. Yes. If this was a movie,
0: what song is this montage set to? Oh my God. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I feel like it would be some like techno, deep bass, long silences to accommodate the fight. That would be the soundtrack. Okay. But like an actual song, maybe Eye of the Tiger. Okay. Okay. Because I think it'd be really funny. How about Bye. you? Do you have one?
1: Oh, we built the city. Oh. <laughs> Like I can see this. We built this city on rock and roll. And he's just cracking someone.
0: To the beat of the song. Yes. Yes.
1: You know, they do like a synchronized kick at one point. Like to the <laughs> drum solo. Uh,
0: Batman is very into his kicks in this scene. He's doing like a flying knee. A flying kick. A f- upper flying c- uppercut. It's very acrobatic. I like it. Yes. He is. And well, I... Okay.
1: It's contrasted to Bane, who is just caught con- like doing wrestling moves constantly.
0: I love it. He's just like, <laughs> suplex, let's go. Yeah. Up in the air throw. I and do we, like mm-hmm. the shade that Bane throws here. And he's like, but with Batman, all roads always lead back to Gotham. I did laugh. <laughs> I did laugh at that. It was like, that's so true. Of course, they traveled the world in 80 days and they end up back in fucking Gotham.
1: They always end up back and got them. It's like he's like a pigeon. He's got a homing beacon.
0: He does. So
1: <laughs> uh Blackgate is their final destination on this like world mystery tour venom mystery tour. Um yes. and somebody has hooked up the anti-riot system, which is supposed to spray knockout gas to a vat of venom. And mm-hmm. this is when it is discovered, uh scourge is behind it scourge so um scourge is an original character this is his very first introduction and or not scourge grudge grudge okay I'm sorry i, just-
0: <laughs> I like I scourge t- though <laughs> <laughs> i got to create a limited use of this
1: <laughs> i renamed him he is now mine <laughs> um
0: yeah, no. of the earth i mean i mean i like it it's a pretty sick name hey guys I think it goes with him, too. Honestly, he's terrifying. He's disgusting. He's, he looks like the, in in Hercules, yes. the the bad, oh, fuck. What was it? The one with the, the Cyclops? The Cyclops? Yeah, like his bottom. His mm-hmm. bottom half looks like that because they drew it really muscular, like tr- trunks of legs. Yes. And then he's really, really wide up top, but still mm-hmm. cut. But he has these little, like, pustule, like, circles on his stomach area yeah he's like pitted he like it's his
1: skin has decayed around him a little
0: disgusting and he has claws
1: yeah and like his his jaw is deformed to where like he doesn't like the he doesn't he he has like almost a skull face but it's like uh if you asked a child to draw a scary skull face so they would give it like the pointy teeth like (laughs) like a (laughs) jack-o-lantern yeah yeah he's kind of like a jack-o-lantern face and he's like has growing green and venom like dripping out of him um he is an original character and he was conceptualized to not be a batman villain to be a bane villain
0: oh my god well he is bigger than bane so which is is saying something because bane is fucking huge
1: yeah and uh grudge's entire thing is he is he has so much venom in him that he can quite literally like in he his body produces it by itself And he can infect people with it by touching them.
0: Yes. So we get like it turns into like a weird, like not weird, but it turns to like a zombie story. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because it's like he um, like like, Grudge is kind of written like a zealot. Mm -hmm. Right. Like he's he's kind of written as someone that he has this this deeply held belief in what he is doing. He thinks he is helping people. He imagines himself as the hero of this story. He. He wants to empower people so that they never feel weak again. Yeah. And he does this by infecting them with venom.
0: Right. Because it made him strong. Yes. So he has an army of venom Mm -hmm. prisoners.
1: Yes. And uh, that's where we kind of leave off with Batman and Bane fighting them.
0: We're back to Texas.
1: Yes. They're walking through the desert. They don't have enough water for this trek. Yeah. They need some camel. They should have, when they were buying their soda pops, they should have gotten some camel packs.
0: They really should have. I, like, what a choice. They clearly stop somewhere. They could, mm-hmm. Can I get six iced waters, please? Yes. With my spicy chicken bits. <laughs> Thank you very much. They don't do that, so they're no. hallucinating. Um, Bane sees an image of like a mother and a his child. Mother. Yeah. His mother
1: and his child self. Um, throughout the story, he is uh, for whatever reason being haunted by the past it's kind of implied that it's because he's old you know like like he's old and so he's looking back at his life and all he can see are his failures because he peaked at like 30 when he snapped batman
0: yes and then did nothing else with his life 20 years mm-hmm. have gone by and he's like wow now i'm just old and big it's cool
1: and big. we get to finish the story of his journey with batman how did he kill batman
0: he did not kill batman technically batman sacrificed himself
1: yes um so part of their fight with grudge is neither of them can touch him yeah because then they'll get infected and they both have had an addiction to venom before and they know that if they get infected there's a very high likelihood they're gonna like either od or they're gonna spend the rest of their life addicted
0: yeah
1: right um and so uh, Batman jumps on Grudge in order to give Bane time to set up an EMP blast which this isn't how EMPs work but apparently it blows it blows Grudge up.
0: Yes. They put it right under him or Batman gets him to go right mm-hmm. over the EMP and um, Batman gets bit and then he's like you have to do it like you have to do it and he's like if I do that you're gonna he's like Bane! Gah! beep and Bane jumps whoosh. off the
1: boom boom boom
0: and we see them kind of uh, this is a very cool panel uh, we see kind of like bottom shot up to, from mm-hmm. the EMP it explodes them but we're seeing that they're kind of like deteriorating into space because they're getting blown up yeah and then Bane's like whoosh off the he off just the
1: jumps off the top of black gate
0: iconic I can't imagine jumping off of anything like that and that's how he killed batman he didn't Mm -hmm. actually it's like one of those like he's taking credit for something but there's more to the story
1: yeah and the boy is just immediately like batman died saving you like what
0: damn batman school's fuck bane's like that is why i must know who continues to produce the venom and stop them to honor batman's sacrifice yeah then we get the dogs the hounds they found them
1: they um because surprise surprise bane is a massive man and he's trying to hide on like open flat land (laughs) yes it doesn't work
0: no and then when i was reading it yesterday the app was like uh i guess you don't need to know what happens in the next page so it's first time i'm seeing it oh so it didn't load period It just blacked out and i was like okay oh this is like such a sweet one i know it looks so good i was not by my computer so i couldn't find it yesterday
1: okay well so the bane gets electrocuted and then he blacks out and while he's blacked out um he has a vision of his mother and she basically she says that she's proud of him and she says like you've accomplished so much and this (sighs) gives him the emotional (sighs) strength to do what
0: he does in the final chapter of this book it's so sweet. It's beautiful. Uh, so it starts with like a man bat, but not man bat, a, a scary looking bat creature, and says, yeah. "All you, all your life, you have done one thing." And then she turns it. She turns into his mom, and it says, mm-hmm. "Fight." Um, and then they have their their connection. Yeah. You were born in the dark, but look at how much you've done since. I'm so proud of you. And it turns to light. So literally, the panels go from dark to light yeah oh, incredible
1: it's beautiful It's the it's it's the emotional heart of this book yeah so fucking uh, app
0: bro ugh, i'm Anyways, sorry it's fine it's fine i got to experience it now thankfully but
1: okay uh bane wakes up and three guys in have been three guys have been sent in to soften him right yeah I mean, they soften him by like beating him yeah you know in in the traditional sense i guess and he's playing them. He's letting them think he's tied up by, like, their little yarn string ropes.
0: <laughs> and idiots.
1: Because he wants information. And so the moment he knows that the person who is creating the venom is currently here in this Texas ranch house, he's like, well, ugh, been fun, fellas. And, when like, he it. rips
0: off the jaw. Yes. So gross. Can so gross. you imagine how strong you have to be? Oh, and then this lettering? So good. Look. So good. He rips the jaw off, and then of course there's blood splatter, and the floor says splat, mm-hmm. and covered in blood. It's bloody words. It's so good.
1: Oh, it's just it's wet sounds, mm-hmm. and they look wet. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah, it's in action, um mm-hmm. and we see him, and he's like, "All right, whatever, beat them up."
1: Yeah, this is like one of the few times where he actually has a neck. Is like yes. in the moment of his triumph as he's about to find who is behind all of this.
0: He's like a turtle. So like
1: has a neck yeah pops out of his muscles
0: yes he has action we see dr porter and yes. he's also
1: he has become grotesque
0: yes it's he has gross. uh i don't know he's like venom is pulsing through him mm-hmm. he has these little itty bitty feet compared to his big old body
1: yeah so and like like, again, his proportions are wrong. His hands are quite literally mismatched. One is beefed up and one is elongated. Yeah. Like, this is what a lifetime of venom abuse can do to a person, right? right. We've we've seen what a lifetime of fighting does to a person with Bane. Mm-hmm. This is what a lifetime of venom abuse specifically does to a person.
0: Right. Um, and then it goes to we see a person like on a, like, I don't know, not a gurney, but like this. He's been pinned
1: to like an exam table,
0: yeah. And it's attached, yeah. Chapter three looking rough, like, apparently,
1: venom bleaches you.
0: It's so gross, (laughs) it is so gross. Chapter three created in the dark. Can we get another one of those cool panels?
1: Yes, this is from the perspective of Dr. Porter, he's telling the the story of venom. He's basically retelling the the Batman venom storyline, right? Where Batman racked with grief over not being strong enough to save somebody, uh, turns to n- medical science in order to make him stronger. He battles with addiction, he eventually overcomes it. And then Dr. Porter fakes his death mm-hmm. and then moves to Texas because you know, everything is legal in Texas.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> like, people leave me alone. There's so much land here, they're not gonna look for this compound. Well,
1: they don't. Well, but now he has grown old. He is also in decline, and he's looking over at his life, and this is where you have the question of legacy and the question of what do you do with yourself, right? Do you continue to chase your your quote unquote former glory, or do you accept that things are different and find something new? Right. Doctor Porter is doubling down.
0: Yeah. He has learned nothing. No, no growth. No.
1: Naked growth.
0: Only bodily growth.
1: Yes. He is invited, he is He is Lord Bane here basically to be his perfect uh, test specimen.
0: Yeah. He talks shit to Bane. He's like, I'm pathetic, you're pathetic. All you do is like relive your glory days and that fucking lucha libre thing, acting like you're mm-hmm. breaking the bat all over again whatever i can give you a second chance though if you let me experiment on you i can find new ways to make you stronger maybe even cure death itself and bane is like the king of trapping people in this because <laughs> porter gets super duper close and this fool snatches him by the jaw
1: yeah and then this is a brilliant fight sequence because it's there it's this entire fight that takes place paid p- place on a single page but the panels change size, and it it extends the fight in a way. there is um there there's a section in the middle where it is almost like the panels are arranged in their own page layouts if they were separate pages but miniaturized, where you get to see like this fight between like these two giants happening. And then, as he incapacitates Dr. Porter, he immediately goes to save the boy because, as he says, I wasn't always this strong. And no one
0: protected me. Mm -hmm. He says, now run. Mm -hmm. Porter grabs him by the head. He says, no, stay. Watch. The boy turns. He says, Bane. And then Porter has him up. And he says, we both know what you really want. Don't we, Bane? And then he breaks Bane's back um, across his knee.
1: Yeah. Uh, But it's just like, this is such an important moment for Bane. Because he is he has almost never been motivated to protect somebody else. He has had his own motivations, right? He's had his pride. He's had overcoming his own fears, but like he he generally um, doesn't do things for others. He, he had his friend group, right? With like the bird guy. And then he like, he cuts them off. Like when the moment they're no longer useful for him, he cuts them off. He has his partnership with uh, Flashpoint Batman but they're not friends. Um he actually the the that City of Bane storyline ends with Bane breaking into Arkham to crack Thomas Wayne like a glow stick.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: You know, like it's it, it's Bane, you know, like he's never really had this he's never had this motivation to protect somebody and then here he is. He's he is protecting the boy. He's protecting this person that he sees bits of himself in and he's doing it because no one protected him when he was young he is making a decision to to do better than was done for him
0: yes so
1: you know it's it's beautiful and it could only happen after he had his whole dream conversation with his dead mom and yes it's just it's important to me right yeah
0: <laughs> it's character growth yeah and he's not this is like It humanizes him, right? Like It's not just like, oh, Bane living his glory days. This whole Mm -hmm. comic does a lot of work to give backstory and work towards who he is now, not necessarily forgetting everything, all the bad shit he's done. I think that happens quite a bit. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's, yeah, they did bad stuff, but they also went through bad things. So this is like the part that helps it because it's a redeeming action, right? Like, oh, he frees the, the child or the guy i mean he's he's
1: a man we're just calling him the boy but he's like 19
0: yeah he's young yeah um he frees him because yeah like miranda said no one had done it for him so Mm -hmm. it's nice
1: so but while bane is lying broken on the floor uh dr porter is monologuing so a broken bat is very serious bane you should stay down doctor's orders (laughs) (laughs) I will be a disappointment. Yes, I expected so much more from you. I had hoped we could relive our glory days together or perhaps experience something new. And this is where he makes Bane like the offer he can't refuse. He mm-hmm. offers him a version of venom that will negate the side effects of venom and one of the one of the serious side effects of venom that is the reason why Batman like has such a a such a torch against it is that it cause, it does cause like cognitive decline. It is a steroid, right? Yes. Um, and this is something that Bain, because he was forcibly addicted to it, like from a fairly young age, and it is something he had to work to get over, right? He also has this lifelong uh, mental impairment from like the venom that is, <laughs> it literally limits what he can do. Mm -hmm. right like he's i talked about like how he's brilliant because like he is supposed to be like the spoiled to batman right the like the drug makes him less brilliant yeah and so he could in theory take this and 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 reverse a lifetime of damage on his body
0: right and so i see yeah and so after
1: he refuses it uh dr porter like offers it to the boy
0: yeah, and the boy walks up. It looks like he's going to take it. Mm-hmm. Bane says no. And so the boy has to make a decision. And he decides to throw them on the floor. Yes. And the doctor Porter is like, you forced my hand, kid. I will recreate my life's works, one that I can control. And he pours liquid venom all over him.
1: Mm-hmm. And Bane comes out of the shadows with a kick.
0: Yes, to his back yes this whole fucking comic just is chronic pain the comic because the amount (laughs) of time people get like kicked in the back or snapped but my whole back tenses i'm like oh my god (laughs) that would hurt so bad oh my god um this is uh
1: so fun fact i guess about a bane like cracking batman like a glow stick um that's the reason why the Batman in Kingdom Come wears
0: a back brace. Yes. <laughs> because
1: of Bane.
0: Man, the ramifications are serious. Your body is old. You get it once, man. you have to take care of it. <laughs> Whatever version of it, you gotta take care of it. Um, yeah. And this is where Bane
1: gets his triumph. He defeats Dr. Porter, not through physical might, but through his mind, through the 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 things that he chose to cultivate about himself. Yeah, he mixes together a bunch of chemicals and creates an explosive. Yeah, and just
0: whoosh, kaboom, <laughs> flames, fury, flames. Before he does make that mm-hmm. bomb, though, he um is talking to the boy. It's like he's walking up, right? Because he kind of fucked up the port. Bo- like he he broke his back too. I don't. Know, everyone's breaking each other's back. Whatever. Uh, And he said, you did not create me. I made a choice to become vain. I was always more than venom. I was hardened by my life. My mind was as sharp as the sharpest blade. And before I let your venom into my body, I studied everything, including chemistry. And that's how he's like, I made a bomb. Yeah, (laughs) it's sick. La la la. But it's just powerful. Like, no, you can think all you want. Because Dr. Porter the whole time is like, I Mm -hmm. created you. You're strong because of me. You're the person that you are because of me. And that's why you need to take this new type of drug so you can still be smart. Yeah. Like, I'm already smart, bro. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs)
1: So Bane carries the boy out of the burning building. And then he passes out from his injuries. And he wakes up in the hospital. Yes. The the ranch has been busted,
0: right, mm-hmm. for the drug
1: front that it is. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that Bane was the one that destroyed it. They're hailing him as a hero. He has so many get well cards on, like, his nightstand.
0: hmm And in the shadows. <laughs> Batman. I beat you. Again. So you did.
1: <laughs> and Batman has, it's revealed that Batman has been investigating this final threshold of Venom. But Bane got there first. Again. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And they have... um, So it's throughout their partnership. uh, Bane will ask about, like, Bruce's family at various points in time. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, would your family like that you're working with me? Does your family know that you're here? What does your family think about that? (laughs) (laughs) And every single time, like, Batman is just like, I'm not telling them. (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's our secret okay that's our bro secret Mm -hmm. so
1: and like batman is there to tell us basically tell him like you done good bane you done good
0: yeah your methods are different but you got the job done so we're cool and this is where um the bane sort of gets his
1: his final like emotional catharsis right because he has been on this long road and at the end of it is the promise of fighting batman one last time right
0: Mhm.
1: And it's throughout like the throughout this comic book it gets implied that he's doing this again to chase his glory days, right? To to have that thrill again of having beat Batman. This is when it gets revealed that no, this is his final fight. That like he is old and weary and this moment that he he felt so accomplished in has soured. It has shaded it has shaped the rest of his life and there is nothing he can do that will ever beat that moment in time where, you know, he threw Batman onto the streets.
0: Right? Yeah. He peaked.
1: He wants to die fighting Batman so he can have, like, a shadow of that feeling. And he doesn't have to live without it any longer. And Batman refuses. Batman tells him, like, I know exactly what that's like. I know what it's like to live in a moment long, like, and to let that moment shape the rest of your life. But I try to own it to share my life with others and use it to inspire good. Before, when you were in Peñadura, I came to you in a vision and challenged you. Today, I do that again. Find a reason to live a new day, and then we can fight.
0: What? And he leaves him there?
1: Yes. Batman refuses to cause his death because he's not going to fight a broken man. Right. <laughs> Flash forward, Bane's now out of the hospital and he has sold his house. <laughs> yep.
0: And he's out. He's packing yep. it up and he burned that big blow-up printout of the Gotham Gazette saying that he broke Batman. Yeah. It ends in hope. He's driving into mm-hmm. the towards the sunset. With the boy. With the boy.
1: They're gonna do stuff together. Um, It's, it, it's like Bane still hasn't found that new reason to live right but now he's searching for it yeah like i was i may have been created in the dark but i will now live in the light um you know this this book ends by giving him a robin
0: <laughs> oh it does oh that's so cute <laughs> i like it um and that's how it ends yeah like it it it's
1: again he's a foil for batman and this is him on his his fatherhood arc i would say
0: yes would you recommend it
1: yes yes i would i really loved reading this book i loved rereading it i love talking about it today it's i think this is a really good bane book in terms of like it it takes him seriously and it treats him as a as an emotionally complex character and as like a mentally stimulating character. Yes. Rather than just like big strong man with glutes.
0: <laughs> <What> but you are <laughs> big it? strong man with blue veins, like the movie. I looked it up. Um I would recommend it. I think it's cool. I like like I said, it's deep. Um I guess it's as deep as you want it to be. Like it doesn't feel very heavy-handed. So like I read it. And I didn't know too much about Bane, mm-hmm. but reading it, I got everything I needed to know to understand the story. And um, it was really good. They did a good job, like carrying emotional weight throughout it. And the pace was good as well. I don't, I didn't feel like we were stuck fighting Dr. Porter for too long because the story was more of an emotional story. So I liked it. I thought it was really well done. The art was really good. The, I guess, moral is good too, so. I liked it. Would recommend. Nice. So, Alayda, what are we reading next week? Next week, we're reading Night Terrors, Poison Ivy number one <gasps> and two. Nice. By G. Willow Wilson. Nice. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah, I haven't read it, so I'm excited. Um, Where can the people find you? Slash us, Miranda.
1: Well, if you would like to reach out to me directly, I am Dynamite Miranda on TikTok. I repeat, Dino is in Dinosaur, Mighty is in Mighty Mouse Miranda. That's my name. Don't wear it out. I am your friendly neighborhood amateur Batman historian. If you'd like to reach out to us as a group, we are The Sidekicks. You can send us an email at thesidekicks at gmail.com. I repeat, The Sidekicks, capital t a g capital S-E-I-D, capital K-I-C-K-S, at gmail.com. You can also follow us as the, side- the Sidekicks on Instagram, where we post pictures of all the stuff that we talk about here um feel free to send us an email if you have a recommendation for us if you have a criticism if you work in the industry and like to talk to us we would love to talk to you send us an email at the at gmail.com additionally you can leave us a five-star review if you leave us a five-star review i will read it on air if you leave a funny one i'll read it in a funny voice so ratings and reviews really do help push us in like the algorithms and they help get us out there to a larger audience so If you feel any strong particular way about us, whether you think we deserve five stars or three stars or even one star, feel free to leave a review and let people know. Uh, Aleda, where can
0: people find you? You can find me on Instagram as Comfy Art, on Instagram as Orchata Chica, where I do art things and post things. (sighs) uh but yeah if you want to interact more messages on the main email and we will interact the most i just want to say thanks to everyone who's been listening since the beginning um mr miranda's dad i know you're a real one Uh, but you know we it's small growth but it's growth and i you know we check our like analytics every time we post um but yeah thanks so much for the ogs and the the new gs thank you so much If you have any recommendations on comics that you would like us to cover you can email us as well we're open to suggestions yeah have a great week everyone if you don't want to read the book that's fine we'll read it and we'll cover it for you
1: at first i was afraid i was petrified kept thinking that demons would always find me on the inside And I spent so many nights thinking how they did me wrong, and I grew strong, and I learned how to get along, and now I'm free from the prison space. I look around now, and I see your stupid bad face. I should've, (laughs) I could've changed the stupid locks, I could've talked through my dreams, if I'd known for just one minute you'd be back to bother me, oh now go get out of town just turn around now because you're not welcome anymore were you the one who thought to hurt me on the inside you think i'd cry (laughs) you think i'd lay down and die oh no not i bane will survive Oh, so long as i know how to live i know i'll stay alive (laughs) sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean i love that song thanks everyone bye bye